everyone and welcome back to another episode of Bali Insiders. Now we have a little bit of a different podcast for you today. We've recently become aware of a project between the Indonesian government and the Australian government called mm. Catalyst. Um, and it's really interesting how they're supporting businesses or business ideas between the two countries. Um, yep. And as people who live in Indonesia yep. and are from Australia. We found it really interesting. Absolutely fascinating and surprising in some ways too that it, it hasn't been done before. Yeah. So we thought if we found it interesting, you'd find it interesting too. So we have Holly, who is from Catalyst, which is the bilateral project between Indonesia and Australia to basically, in layman's terms... Um, Explain to us. It, well, to, <laughs> to, to increase trade between oh, the sorry, two countries. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going to... So that was my layman's term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Holly's going to explain more about what they do, what sort of businesses they're working with, and maybe if you have the next big idea how you can uh, get the support of Catalyst as well. Hi, Holly, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much. I know Thank it's your you. first time on podcast, mm -hmm. so um, but we're really happy to to have you here. I mean, I learned about the Catalyst project about six months ago, and as an Australian living in Indonesia, I found it so interesting that this project's going on between the two countries. And when I told Em about it, we thought it would be so good if you could come on here and tell us more about what Catalyst is who it supports, um, how it works, and you being an integral member of the Catalyst team, um, we thought who better to have on the podcast to give us some more information. So thank you for joining us. Yep. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here and have this opportunity to talk about Catalyst. Um, Catalyst is a project that is really intended to boost trade and investment between Indonesia and Australia. You know, as we were talking before the, the podcast got rolling, you know, these are the, they're, uh, these two countries are very close. They're actually each other's closest neighbors, but mm. the trade and investment between the two countries doesn't really correspond. It's relatively low levels and primarily in commodities like coal and grain and cattle. So there's this real kind of overlooked opportunity to boost trade and investment strengthen economic ties, and that's where Catalyst comes into play. Yeah, which is really interesting that it is, because I guess we get so caught up in our own little lives here. I've never really thought about how much trade happens between yeah. the two countries. Obviously, tourism for Bali and Australians is high, but I know it's not high between the rest of Indonesia and Australia. Um, so I think that that's really interesting that there is that big gap there. Um, for trade between the, the two countries. So Catalyst started when? How long ago? Yeah, uh, great question. So we started in 2020. And our mission is really to, again, that boost that trade between the two countries and support in the implementation of a trade agreement. This is a really a landmark trade agreement between Indonesia and Australia. It's called the Indonesia-Australia Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> it is a, it is a, well done on remembering all of that. It is a very big mouthful. <laughs> but essentially, it's really about lowering barriers and tariffs, uh, tariffs, 
blah, 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 <laughs> lowering <laughs> barriers and tariffs between the two countries to really boost that trade and investment. And so it covers a range of sectors from agriculture to advanced manufacturing, tourism, cultural and creative economies. Really, it's quite uh, expansive in its scope. And again, it's really about supporting that trade. And mm -hmm. Catalyst comes in when we work with businesses yep. to help them identify opportunities to boost that trade. So we look for business partnerships that really um, can lead to mutually beneficial arrangements between Australia and Indonesia. And Indonesia yeah. yeah. So it's not a private company, it's a project, yes. isn't it? Owned by both governments. Yeah, so we're accountable, that's a great question. We're accountable to both the government of Indonesia and Australia, mm -hmm. and we are funded with 40 million Australian dollars to support the implementation of this trade agreement and really identify some exciting business partnerships that would help galvanize and spur that trade. Mm -hmm. And so our work is to go out and scan both Australia and Indonesia to find these business opportunities. Also, sometimes business opportunities come to us, but to really identify them and support them to, to, to help them come to fruition. Yeah, okay. so you go out and you look and or, or people come to you and then if you spot an opportunity that you think, yeah, this is something that we could use that 40 million, part of that 40 million Australian dollars to support, um, because we believe that it's going to help with the trade in whichever sector, what does that process look like? Because we know if it's government backed, it's not just going to be <laughs> you going, yeah, this is a great idea, we're going to support Yeah, we don't, we don't start writing checks uh, immediately. Uh, the very keen observation about how government programs can, can work. Um, essentially, we have uh, established seven criteria that we use to um, identify and evaluate business opportunities. I won't go into detail on all of them. On our website, which is IACEPA, I-A-C-E-P-A, Dash catalyst K A T A L I S. I can still catch. We will we'll put, put it in the show notes. notes. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Dot uh, org. Uh, you'll see a lot more detail on the criteria, but a yep. few I'll mention right now because um, I think these are the ones that people tend to get, uh, you know, stumble upon. Um, the first is again, it needs to have a mutual benefit for Indonesia and Australia, both in mm -hmm. economic terms and even in social terms. So we yep. want to see those positive commercial outcomes and development outcomes. And so here we find that businesses that come together in a joint venture, an Indonesian business and an Australian business working together tend to meet, are ways in which um, these business ideas can meet that criteria. Mm -hmm. Another criteria is around co-investment. You know, if you are an entrepreneur who is really passionate about this idea, we, you're, we want to see people who are willing to put money behind their, mm -hmm. behind their words. And so we work with businesses that invest alongside us to realize these business ideas. Yeah. And then the third one, and I'll mention, which is near, which is kind of very close to my heart, is all business ideas that make it to this evaluation stage need to um, produce significant benefits for women or people with disabilities or other excluded groups, because this is a project that seeks both commercial outcomes as well as development outcomes. Mm -hmm. And as the advisor for gender and inclusion to Catalyst, this is something that we, is really central to every business opportunity that we evaluate and something that we value significantly. Yeah. Yep. So they come to you and then you start going through that list of yes, the process. Seven, seven criteria yes. to make. Yes. What happens then? 
<laughs> Very question. It's a, it's a lot of discussions because we want to, you know, sometimes no idea comes perfect because we, I mean, again, kind of bringing back to this point around, you know, it's a development program, but it's also a government program. It's all these things. So it, it is often a lot of conversation. So if you have, so uh, businesses that are interested um, will submit an application on our website um, talking about how their business idea is going to lead to large-scale transformational change in trade patterns between these two countries. Um, we'll evaluate it and then we'll contact you and start to talk about, kind of start to flesh out these ideas in more mm -hmm. detail. Because we do, at the end of the day, before we actually sign uh, the, the contract with these businesses, get into a lot of detail, you know, who's going to do what, when is it going to happen, when is the money going to be invested, um, because this is, you know, each partnership that we get involved with, you know, can be valued between 250000 Australian dollars up to $1.2 million Australian dollars. So these are pretty significant engagements, you know, yeah. of our support. Yeah. I do want to just add in one thing, because I, I want to make sure that we're very transparent about how, about how we operate. Um, we do not you know, assuming you go through the process and you're successful and you've got this brilliant idea, you're going to change the way, you know, tourism operates in Bali and how you can attract more Australian uh, uh, visitors to Bali and other tourism destinations in Indonesia. We agree. We think this is a fantastic idea. We do not write you a check for 1.2 million <laughs> Australian dollars. The way that we operate is we will um, pay for um, work. So we will help to uh, re help you realize your business idea. Yep. Um, and a lot of times, you know, to achieve that business idea, it might be around, you might need to do some market research. You might need to develop some communication campaigns or advertising. And that's where we will come in and maybe pay for that market research or right. pay for that campaign. Yeah. So we're not writing you a check, but it, your business won't be putting out of pocket for those types of things. So yes. it's a way for us also, it's a risk, it's risk mitigation manager as yeah, well. Exactly yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So you're coming in and deciding what is it that we can contribute to help you realize that exactly that business goal mm. rather than so it's not a grant yes yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's not a grant there and then I guess the most interesting thing is you Catalyst is a couple of years into its um, existence mm -hmm. so you already have some of those businesses that you've been working with so can you tell us along the lines of um, some of the things that you have supported and invested. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Oh, so who's doing it? Who's doing it? Can, can I do it? <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I mean, so let me start off in saying, you know, we have about 15 partnerships that we have signed contracts with to date, yeah. and we have another five to 10 in the pipeline. But I also want to be here and be very clear is that we are actively scanning for more partnerships that will lead to that really large-scale catalytic change. Yeah. Um, and we're working, as I mentioned, across a range of sectors in agriculture. We have exciting partnership in cocoa and possibly one developing in coffee. So my vices are, are being well uh, well suited. Um, we're working in advanced manufacturing in really cool spaces like green steel and wow. possibly uh, electric motorcycles and uh, electric vehicles. Um, we also work in tourism and we work in other sectors around ICT and finance. So Catalyst, because the trade agreement is really wide in its scope and the supporting side letters, we really can work in a lot of different sectors. We actually, I would say there's very few sectors that, you're not. that we're not working in. Yeah. Um, but so we are working across a wide range of sectors. And then while most of our work is really focused on those deals, we also have teams that are doing two other really important pieces of work. And I want to just mention those before we yeah, get into the examples. Sure. Um, so the first one is our market access team. And they're producing some really phenomenal research around what are the trade and investment opportunities between our two countries. Because it's not necessarily 
evident yes. what they might be if you haven't been engaging in trade or investment between yeah. these two countries. And so that team is really scanning and doing different pieces of research to crystallize the near-term trade and investment opportunities for entrepreneurs and businesses in both countries. And so a piece that I'm really looking forward to that's coming out shortly is around uh, trade and investment opportunities for medical devices and assistive technologies. And one of the reasons why I'm excited about this topic, even though I have, let's say, no background in the health <laughs> sector is because the work in assistive technologies, um, the research, I've seen the preliminary research, and it shows that there's a tremendous unmet need in assistive technologies. And assistive technologies are wheelchairs, yeah. glasses, hearing aids. These are things that people, that people with disability mm -hmm. need to really function, to be able to be effective members of our society. Yeah. Um, and there's a real, there's a substantial unmet need in terms of this, um, access to affordable assistive technologies mm. in Indonesia. And at the same time, Australia has tremendous capabilities in, um, in developing advanced um, uh, assistive technologies. I mean, Australia is one of the leaders in um, hearing implant. Yep. Um, Cochlear wow. is, a, is a leading company. And so there's a lot of technology, there's a lot of capabilities in Australia that if we can find the right types of partnerships, and this is what that research showed. Yeah, so, wow. so, that, so that team goes out and does the research yep. and says, we see a gap yep. here and then they can bring out that research and then that potentially then you go and look for people maybe you could partner with to exactly safe in that example yeah, that yeah. you could bring the hearing aids over to Indonesia and maybe have them manufactured here and exactly it's about it's, I mean that 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 is that is IHAPA and it's at its really core it's around yeah. understanding the comparative, the advantages of each of these countries. What does Australia do really well? Yeah. And what does Indonesia do really well? And how can we bring these two things together to create lower consumer prices and better technology and better mm -hmm. access to things such as assistive technologies, I mean, glasses, yeah. for example. Um, and so then the other team uh, really is focused on making available um, skills, and when I say skills, actually short courses, we call them micro-credentials, making them available to um, Indonesians Mm -hmm. um, who are looking to re-enter the workforce or upskill. And so we are partnering. We're, we're actually brokering relationships between Australia education providers, um, universities, yeah. TAFEs, and that's, a, that's a, yeah. an acronym I just learned. TAFEs and TVETs. And we're brokering partnerships with uh, Indonesian EdTech or educational technical platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, these are digital platforms. Um, and brokering relationships between them so that these platforms in Indonesia can offer um, short courses to Indonesians at accessible prices. Right. And I think this is really exciting. They're covering both hard and soft skills. And one of the, uh, a few of the courses that I've seen that are in the development are around women in leadership in the workplace. And so I think there's some really exciting um, content that's going to be developed and delivered. And again, this is another example of leveraging Australian capabilities in, um, in education mm -hmm. and uh, growing demand in Indonesia for these types of skills. Yeah. Um, and yeah. being able to access, access them without having to go and relocate to Australia. For exactly. So this is exactly yeah. low cost education available to Indonesians looking to move into a new job, looking to upskill, looking to rejoin the workforce and such. Bali Insiders podcast is proudly sponsored by Lighthouse Studios right here in Bali. This space has been specifically designed for entrepreneurs, podcasters, coaches, and educators of all kinds. You can record podcasts just like ours, as well as masterclasses, social media content, and so much more. They have awesome customizable studios to choose from. And most importantly, 
They take care of absolutely everything. The cameras, the microphones, the lights, even if you wish, the editing. They make it so, so easy. And as well as the studios, they have a co-working cafe and some of the best food and coffee on the island of Bali. We highly recommend that you come in for a tour and have a chat about how you can create your own epic video and audio content. You can visit them on Instagram at Lighthouse Studios Bali or jump on their website, wearelight.house. Um, so those are I, I get really excited about what we're doing because yeah, it's kind of because it's kind of cool. amazing, it's uh, super yeah, interesting. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying much because I actually am just like learning wow. so yeah. much. Like I, you know, you obviously have more of a yeah. understanding of what's going on. I'm like this is incredible. Yeah, well, it's yeah. It's, it's really interesting yeah. and to get like the hands-on view of yeah. like this is actually happening. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating is... that it hasn't been. Like it actually really is. Yeah. It, like. Yeah, I mean, you really needed this this trade agreement to kind of sh to really showcase the respective uh, you know capabilities in these two countries and mm. really shine a light on you know there's real economic and social opportunities for if we bring together um, and strengthen these ties between these two countries. Mm. And I think you know Catalyst is really about playing a small role in that. You know, yes. 40 million Australian dollars on one hand is a lot of money. Yeah. But once you start to invest that in partnerships, uh, it's it is in the you know it's not in, it's not enough money to 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 cover everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we hope this is really just the beginning of an, an enhanced economic um, cooperation between the two countries. Um, and so it's, so I know Catalyst from previous conversations initially is a five year project, is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, and then it's going to get assessed at the end of those five years for maybe potential to see what it looks like. Maybe. Exactly. When we're actually uh, we we're getting accessed right now too. Oh, right. Uh, so fingers crossed. There. You know, I'm actually. I think we have. I'm really proud of what we've been able to achieve in the two and a half years. And you asked the question you asked me, which I kind of sidetracked yeah, side over here, yeah. is really about some of the examples of the types of partnerships that we've been able to facilitate with Cat, as Catalyst. Yeah. And I'll highlight two, although, yeah. as I said, there's uh, about 15 that I could speak to, but yeah. I think we have uh, limited <laughs> time. Um, the first, I think this is a really uh, prime example of the, the potential of Catalyst. So one, I think the best examples of, or one of, I think one of many examples, but I'm really proud of this because I think of its, because of its transformative commercial and social outcomes is a investment we supported. Um, it's actually a joint venture between two Australian medical service providers and um, a West Java construction company, PT, PT Senusa. So the three are coming together, coming two medicals. And a construction, construction provider to build, get a hold of this, 23 hospitals and 650 clinics. Wow. It's amazing. amazing. In, in West, West Java. In West Java. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and so this is it's valued about a billion dollars, and they broke ground on the the first hospital uh, earlier in June of this year. Wow, wow cool. Yeah. yeah. And so, what role did Catalyst play in that? Did you put those companies together, or were they already working together, and you've come on board to support them? So that's a really good question. So we supported with uh, conducting two banking feasibility studies for these greenfield sites, uh, sites that had not had previously hospitals on them. Um, we helped with banking feasibility studies. And by doing this, we were actually providing kind of the tacit support of both the government of Indonesia and the government of Australia in support of this joint venture. And so I think by our work, you know, which is small, 
and intended to be very catalytic, the idea is that we're helping to bring and lower overall uh, risk perceptions about any kind of joint venture. Mm -hmm. um, and as I said, they broke around in June, which is super exciting. I can't wait to see you know, how this evolves over the next 13 years, because we know that increasing access to quality health services yeah. is going to result in significant improved health and nutrition outcomes. You know, really the, the impact from this we're gonna see for, for decades to come. Yeah, so essentially these are three private businesses. Exactly. That have come together on this project and you guys have seen the value in that project and then so you've supported them with this feasibility Think, yeah. study for the banks. Yes. And of course then the banks look at, I imagine, if I was the person giving out those millions of multi-million dollars of loans and you have someone like Catalyst supporting mm -hmm. you, they go, ah, they have both governments yes. <laughs> yeah. support. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the risk is a Rid lot lower. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a really exciting and obviously huge billion dollar yeah. project. Yeah. Billion dollar project. Um, which is a great example. And what uh, so what's a, an example on a smaller a little bit of a smaller scale. Um, that's obviously super exciting and you can see the benefit there, but I know you have some other Sure. Projects. I think another ex an example on a you know a completely different end of things is working in the agriculture sector. So we've been working with Papilton, which is a woman co-founded chocolate company. Um, Indonesia, and they really, uh, they're trying to showcase all the different varieties of chocolate here, or cocoa here, yeah. um, because really Indonesia has a treasure trove of chocolate, yeah. again, uh, as someone who knows from maybe uh, <laughs> too much experience, um, but it really, you know, it has phenomenal uh, flavors of cocoa here, and we're working with them to break into the Australian market. Um, and so um, the reason why we're really excited about this partnership is because it's women co-founded. And so mm -hmm. we want to be working with women founders, women leaders. We believe really, um, as I said, um, gender equality is a core value of our program. Yeah. But not just, you know, we, there's the other aspect around, we know that in cocoa farming, women make up the significant percentage of the workforce. Women are responsible not only for productivity-related improvements in the cocoa um, value chain, but also quality. When you taste that really good, fine cocoa, it's because women are involved in that process. So this yeah. was another kind of, from that social angle, kind of a hook for us. Yeah. Um, and so we're working with Hilton. We've um, supported them with a market entry strategy into Australia. Because, you know, it's, it's one thing to talk about trade in, in the abstract, yeah. but what does it really mean to enter into yeah. the Australian yeah. What market. does it mean to get your product from here onto the shelves of Coles and Woolworths in yeah. Australia? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, do you want to be in Coles and Woolworths or do you want to be in a boutique uh, store or, or where yeah. to start? Do you have pop-up shops? What? So there's a lot of different ways that you can uh, can enter a country, or enter a market. And we were working with them to, to help kind of lay out different options. Mm. Yeah. If that all took off and like, it, you know, they're in Woolies and Coles, they're going to have to have the infrastructure here too to be able to continue that production at a big scale, you know. Yeah, so that's you've picked out exactly, that's the point. So when we talk about large scale catalytic uh, trade, shifts in trade, the deal itself doesn't have to be that large scale because ultimately mm. I think this one is, you know, compared to the medicines, they're on different scales. But what we're trying to show with the market entry into Australia for Papilton Cocoa is that other cocoa uh, companies can enter into high value markets like yeah. Australia, that this is possible and that they can benefit from the Indonesia-Australia Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement, this IHEPA. Yeah, so um, you're basically then with a smaller scale investment, yeah. 
creating a roadmap for for others, yeah, others to do, and yeah. that's where you can see that catalytic change. Exactly, there, exactly. Um, over the over the yeah over the course of the 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 investment there. So that's super interesting that you have like such different. Such different industries and such keeps me on my toes. Yeah. I will say I have a background in agriculture, so I was delighted to see our work in cocoa, and we were potentially exploring some things in coffee. But you know, areas like medical devices, hospitals, something relative—it's very new to me, and so I'm actually you know wrapping my head around this. But you know, I think if you go back to those seven criteria, you know, yeah. does it you know ultimately does this business idea make sense? Is yeah. it going to lead to mutually beneficial um, uh, economic and social returns for the two countries? Yeah. Um, are there significant benefits for women, people with disabilities, or rural populations? You know that really become that becomes kind of my guiding force yeah. throughout all that, of this, I love making that sense that's of it. A focus to yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And so, what about what? So you're already you're halfway through your first five years. You're being assessed at the moment if this is going to be a project that that continues. Um, you already helped fifteen different businesses across a range of mm -hmm. sectors. So so what's next? What do the next two and a half years look like for Catalyst? And then if you get the extension, what does that look like? Sure, excellent question. I mean, I think for us, uh, you know, we're really excited about the partnerships that we've been able to, to work with and really help to kind of catalyze the, this trade. And I think for us, it's going to be about, um, you know, identifying business partnerships that continue to even go further in terms of their benefits for women and people with disabilities, you know, really scoping out what are some of those transformational opportunities out there between our two countries. Mm. Um, we also, I think, you know, even though this is kind of second, I mean, this is my job. My job is to, to, to teach or to, to, um, to show to businesses the value of understanding women as a market segment or people with disabilities as a group that really, um, you know, has a, you know, are effective in the, the workforce and can really add value in different levels. Um, that's not necessarily second nature for businesses. That's not necessarily second nature for a lot of people. And so I think, you know, going forward, we want to continue to find these business deals, but we also want to encourage businesses to go further in their understanding about how can they be more inclusive? Mm -hmm. How can they think about, you know, creating those benefits for these groups? Because we are a you know, project that's seeking both commercial and development outcomes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And social and social outcomes. Yes. Then. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we're hoping that uh, your assessment period goes well and you yeah. stick, stick around because I think, you know, for me, it's been really exciting to learn about, you know, our two home countries. Like yeah. we live in Indonesia, we're, we're, we are Australians and it's it's really heartening, I think, to see that that we're growing a stronger bond than just, you know, Aussies coming to Bali. Yes. <laughs> you know, that it's that it's the government is looking well beyond that as us two neighbouring countries. Um, if somebody's listening today and they think, hey, I'm working on this project that I think benefits both of these countries, what, what is your suggestion that they should do? Sure. Uh, for, I have uh, I want two ideas on this. First, uh, about you, think about your idea. Is it large scale and transformational? Is it going to benefit uh, both Indonesia and Australia? And if you find that this idea, this vision that you have for change is going, is, you know, hits those criteria, get in touch. Yeah. Go on our website, submit your application through our portal. We want to have more business ideas. We have two and a half years. Uh, we, 
we're not going to slow down. We want to yeah. actually rev up. And that's yeah. actually, uh, we're rev up and keep on going if we yeah. can. Um, so please, we invite you to submit ideas. Um, I will say that because we have two and a half years, we need ideas that can be, can get started. Realized, yeah, yeah, can get realized and get started now. Yeah. Um, so things that are feasible and, and really that already have some, some momentum. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that I would mention is that, you know, Catalyst is there to really to, to give some showcase examples about how businesses can take advantage of this trade agreement, this preferential trade agreement, and how that can lead to strengthened economic ties between our countries. Mm -hmm. But, and I shouldn't say this too loud, <laughs> you don't need Catalyst. You, as a business owner, can benefit from this trade, this trade agreement on your own. Mm -hmm. And we've re this is something that we've realized and kind of, you know, we've been really focused on trying to get these exciting deals together. Um, but in our next two years, I think we're going to spend more time really just raising awareness and communicating about this trade agreement because all businesses that are in agriculture, advanced, um, advanced manufacturing, and many of the other sectors that I already mentioned can benefit from this trade agreement. Yes. Without having Catalyst yes. involvement Exactly, at all. exactly. So we're gonna yeah. develop some, I think in the next year, we're hoping to develop some um, some technical materials, some guidance materials for businesses. So you'll find those again on our beautiful website. website. Yeah. Um, and so you can, you can educate yourself about, okay, what could this mean for my business, especially yeah. if I'm interested in engaging with trade with Australia or vice versa. Um, and then I think we'll hope to do some more, some, some engagements with um, associations such as uh, um, Business Women of Bali. Uh, you know, I think we wanna get the word out about this. Cause yeah. as you yeah. say, um, you know, and I don't think it's, it's not surprising yeah. Um, but I think, as you said, there's really still low levels of awareness yeah. about yeah. this opportunity. I mean, we yeah. still get messages on Bali Buddies all the time about people who are like, I want to get clothes uh, manufactured in Bali, or I want to get furniture and I want to bring it over, but I have, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know legally what I can and can't do or what taxes I need to pay. Like, I, I do think that that still is a gray area. So it's mm. great to have somewhere if you've got you know really concise information on this is what the trade agreement means this is what you can do yeah. this is you know we, even without the the monetary support from catalyst but exactly. the information yep. yeah uh, i being able to access that information in black and white yes because often the information as business owners in indonesia as australians is very great yes yeah, yeah. So being able to have that clear information of, oh, okay, I do have this idea, you know, I can, there's this, I'm designing jewelry in Australia and I want to come over and get it made here and I want to bring it back to Australia and sell it there and being able to know what that means as far as the trade between the two countries go. I think that that is also yeah. a really important um, role that you guys are going to play there. Well, thank you. I am, that's something that I'm really excited about because I think, you know, um, some businesses and particularly some of these larger businesses have benefited already from Ayacheba, but we want to make sure that a lot more businesses and particularly women-led businesses because yeah. we know that they face special constraints um, but also have unique opportunities for themselves as well. And so we want to make sure that we are sharing useful practical yeah. information on yeah. how to take advantage of this trade agreement so that you can explore trade opportunities for yourself. What if people just have questions is it helpful to send questions through to your Instagram or your website and maybe that helps you formulate what kind of education or, or publication pieces you send fantastic out? idea yeah yeah um, yeah I mean I think this as I said you know this is something that we hope to develop over over the next year because I yeah. think it is really you know as we shift to the the second stage of our programming I think it's really about showcasing some of these um, excellent partnerships that we've been able to develop, but also helping to kind of really get that scale. And that scale comes from crowding in small and medium-sized businesses. Because yeah, yeah, that 
is the backbone of both the Indonesian and Australian um, uh, business, uh, excuse me, economies. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I think uh, we'd love to hear from you. We have, we have it all. Yeah. Uh, and we actually have, we've got a LinkedIn um, site that's pretty active. We have 4,500 followers on YouTube. I really encourage you all to, to yes. check us out on YouTube. It features a lot of the events that we're sponsoring. Um, you'll get good information there. But we want to hear from you too. What would be useful? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a really important tool for you guys, that you have access to these people who maybe have these ideas, maybe not on a big enough scale that they can implement something in the next two and a half years. Yeah. But if it's something that thinking about, um, I think it's really nice if people send their questions into you because mm -hmm. then you go, oh, I've been asked, we've been asked that three times now. That obviously is yeah. a gap in information that people can find. And also, so definitely welcome uh, questions and comments from uh, from your listeners and from your viewers. Um, I'd also encourage you to look at our research because those that research has identified, for those that are kind of like, ah, you know, I have a kind of some ideas about what could happen in FinTech or what could I could do if I'm, you know, I'm already in the, the medical devices space, but I don't really know enough about the Indonesian market to kind of calibrate my, my business opportunity. We've got a lot of fantastic resources on our website that really you know, provide the data yep. that supports, you know, here are the opportunities, here's what's happening, here's momentum. And I think it will give entrepreneurs and, and business owners real good ideas about, okay, the, you know, just to kind of help them kind of uh, flesh out some of their ideas. Yeah, and I mean, access to free market research yeah. <laughs> is like, you know, entrepreneurs, you get on the side and yeah. just find the gaps and then you'll figure out your idea. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. But you know, really, like if you really want to be an entrepreneur, get on there. You've already done the research to find the gaps. Um, so get on there and then come up with your idea that fills the gaps, right? Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's the yeah. entrepreneurial journey is you know, find a problem and solve it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, that's, I think my understanding, that's how Bali Buddy started. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. There was not enough, like, just practical information. And then, and then that's what we, we started giving. So, so you're right. And yeah, if you're, a, especially if you're a young entrepreneur and you're trying to find your next big idea, why not use that mm -hmm. market research you've already done between, between the two countries to mm. find which one does what well and exactly. how that can work in the other yeah, country. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, we obviously love everything that, brings our two countries Absolutely. together. And most of our listeners are obviously Australians. Um, so I think it's uh, it's really insightful and we really appreciate you coming on because often these kind of projects are faceless. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah. is, no, that is true. And yeah. I, I'm delighted to be here and to share about Catalyst. And I hope it really um, galvanizes and spurs the entrepreneurs in both countries to say, ah, okay, I, there's, there's real opportunities for, for us on both sides. And, you know, this is a path forward. And I think mm. also to know that the governments want to see that. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. often there can be misunderstandings that it's like, oh, no, they don't want us to do that there or we don't want them to do that here. I think it's really nice to see that that is something that is being encouraged by both governments is to to increase that trade and to see more of that uh, collaboration between the two countries happening. Exactly. I think this really is a landmark uh, trade agreement between the two countries, really showcasing the importance of that relationship and the desire to really develop and strengthen it over time. Excellent. Amazing. So interesting. So right? interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think our listeners are going to find that super interesting and we really appreciate you coming in and, um, and dropping in. And I know talking on our level of how it goes, because I know there's a whole other language when you're speaking within the government. So you've done a really great job yeah. of explaining. Thank you. Thanks, Holly. Explaining <laughs> it to us on our level, Holly. So well, we really appreciate I... that. And we really appreciate Catalyst giving you the time to come to Bali because we know you're in Jakarta to come to Bali and talk to us about it today. So 
Yeah. Entrepreneurs, look out. Look out. <laughs> we're, we're waiting to see the next the next big things between Australia and Indonesia. Yeah, I love that. The next big thing. Yeah. Catalyst. <laughs> there the, for support. Yeah. So thank you so much, Holly. Thank you. Thank it's you, Holly. a real pleasure. Thank yeah. you both. That was really fascinating and super interesting. Yeah. And I, yeah, learned so much. Yeah, because I know I've been chatting with Catalyst mm. for a little while now, so I had the understanding of what's been going on, but it was interesting to, um, to see your reaction because yeah. that's how I was when I first heard about the project. Such a great initiative. Yeah, and what a great insight for us to get a face to the name behind one totally. of these projects happening between the two countries. So I hope it's inspired some of you if, you, if you've got your own idea or if you're a budding entrepreneur, um, we do have the link to Catalyst in the show notes. Um, so jump on there and have a look if, if, if trade between the two countries is of interest to you.